words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Our election season is over, and the winner has been called. Now I bring this up because to some the results may come as a relief, and to others as disappointment. Some are angry and others are hopeful for healing and reconciliation. To some, they fear that the end has come, and to others, this looks like a new beginning. These are very contrasting views and feelings in response to the results of this election we just finished. But as followers of Jesus, how are we to respond? And for this, I must point you to the only source as followers of Jesus that we should go to first. Not to CNN or Fox News, but to the Word of God, the Holy Scriptures. We should come humbly to the Scriptures and do as our prayer this morning says, to hear them, to read, mark, learn, and to inwardly digest them. There is no other way we will ever know about the great hope that has been given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is through the scriptures that will help us avoid idolizing political figures, political parties, or ideologies. It is through the scriptures that we receive the call to repentance when we fall into sin, when we fall into arrogance, into hatred, into greed, and into iniquity. It is the scriptures where we find a way that is not of this world, a way that Jesus calls us into and follow him to, a way that calls us to a death, a death of the old way, and into Jesus' new way, a death of the way of this world and the rebirth in the way of Jesus. And for us to see how we can respond in this time as followers of Jesus, let us look then to the scripture this morning. Because as the Apostle Paul reminds us this, this morning, the perfect way to respond is by actually being and acting as the type of people we have been called out of darkness of sin to be, to be children of light, the children of day. In our reading this morning, we read from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. It seems from the reading that Paul is writing to followers of Jesus in Thessalonica where they're trying to make sense of Jesus' return. Should they be on guard? They're trying to figure out from Paul how they're going to know before Jesus comes. They're looking for warning signs. What signs can they look for to know that Jesus is returning? And they would like to know so that they can be well prepared. Now Paul had been among them, we can assume from reading the letter, he had been among them and had taught them, had preached them, had preached to them. And so they knew that Jesus would return. That's not the that's not their question here. 
They knew what that meant, that Jesus would return and bring judgment, restoration, and resurrection and salvation. And they looked forward to that. So the question here seems to be not one of if it's going to happen, but when it's going to happen. They wanted to make sure that they were well prepared. And to this, Paul answers, Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then suddenly destruction will come upon them, as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are all children of light and children of the day. So as we can see from Paul's response, trying to come up with a time or a day is useless because when Jesus does return, he will do so like a thief in the night. Jesus has not made an appointment that we can put on our calendars. The feeling of peace and security will be met with an unexpected surprise, like the sudden and inescapable birth pains of a pregnant mom ready to deliver. And as he reminds the Thessalonian Christians, it's okay for them to not know. And it's okay because they are children of the light. There is nothing they can do more to be more prepared than what they already are. Unlike those who hide in darkness, children of light know well the truth of what Psalm 90 said. In verse 8, it's the psalm we read this morning. It says, Our iniquities are set before the Lord and our secret sins in the light of the Lord's countenance. Since we are children of light, children of day, of day then we must act like it. Our principles are set by our Heavenly Father to love the least among us, to love the poor, the persecuted, the foreigner, the immigrant, the widow, the orphan, and to promote true justice and call out injustice. We are to keep away from idols that dehumanize us and dehumanize others. We are to stay away from those idols, such as wealth, power, race, nationality, from becoming our gods. We have only one God, the living God, whom we are children of. We are children of God and thus children of light because when we put to death sin in our lives and are born again with Jesus, then we are given new hearts that is not overcome by sin, but through the love of Jesus. And as children of light, we seek the one who called us to the light, our Lord Jesus Christ, who, as Paul says, died for us, so that whether we live or die, we may live with him. As children of light, then, what we do matters. The way we act, the way we talk, the way we treat others, it actually matters. 
It's it matters because being children of the light means we are people destined not for wrath, as Paul says, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus. We must act out and live out this truth. We are to be merciful as we have been shown mercy. We are to be forgiven as we have been forgiven. Can you imagine how different the world would be if every follower of Jesus took serious our calling to be children of the light instead of waiting for the Republicans or Democrats to save us and this world from all our ills and all our sin and our ugliness? Brothers and sisters, we are children of light. Children called to build one another up, to build the church up so that together we can live up to that true calling of being the body of Christ. We are called to face the ills of this world through faith in our Lord Jesus, who does save, who does transform, who can transform a hardened heart to one that is alive in Him. This is done because of the love our Lord had for us. We are children of light. We are God's beloved children. And as His beloved children, it is us, it is through us that the world will get a glimpse of our beloved God, our beloved King, and His everlasting Kingdom. It's through the community of Jesus, a community of children of the light, that the world gets to see the beautiful end that, it, that awaits it. The end Jesus has already set into motion. An end that brings an end to sin, that brings an end to death, to injustice, to oppression, to the grip that sin has on the world and in the hearts of men and women. I have heard people say with deep conviction and anger that the results of the election means for them an end of the world, an end of the, of the U.S. as we know it, and, and, and the beginning of the end for everybody. This end, or at least what they think will be the end, is full of anger and fear. And to be honest, this is a lie. And a lie that the evil one would love us to believe. But let me reassure you, the end will not come through any political leader. Whether it's towards destruction or whether it's towards salvation. The end of this world and its salvation has already been set into motion by our Lord Jesus Christ. The consummation of that end will come through Jesus alone, only by Him alone. When that will happen, we do not know. Nor should it be something we try to figure out, because not even Jesus Himself knew. In Matthew 24, verse 36, Jesus says, but about the day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. If Jesus did not know, 
It is a bad use of our time as followers of Jesus to try to figure out in detail when it will happen. It is destructive to our mental stability and health even more to listen to what the TV or, or media's theories are about how the world will end and how it will happen and find out every detail about it. Instead, as Paul reminds us this morning, our focus should be on the Lord Jesus Christ and His ways. Our focus should be in being children of light. An end will come. That should be no surprise to us as children of the light. Instead of worrying about when it's going to happen, let us know with confidence, with faith, with love and hope that it will come. And if we're living in that faith, love and hope, then we should always be ready. So, brothers and sisters, what should be our response in our current situation? Our response should be to act like the one whose children we are. Where there is hate, may we show the world what it looks like to love our enemies and what it looks like to forgive. Where there is resentment, may we show the world what joy looks like. Joy that comes from the kingdom where there is no political party that makes that joy but a joy found in our Lord Jesus Christ. Where there is fear of an end, may we show the world that the real end that is coming is an end, yes, of judgment, but judgment that will bring about God's reign on earth with us forever. A judgment that would end sin and its effects of corruption and iniquity, oppression and injustice. So for those of us who might be fear, who might be in fear, don't be. Because for those who walk in the light, Judgment means joy, because out of judgment comes a new beginning, one without death, without pain and grief and injustice and oppression. A new beginning of real restoration and healing. A new beginning where sin no longer reigns, but where Jesus reigns as Lord forever. A new beginning we are all invited to. When we repent and turn away from the darkness and sin and accept the mercy of our Lord to become children of light who are clothed not by sin, but by faith, love, and hope. An end is coming, but fear not, for as children of the light, we are already we already belong to that great day. We are already prepared for that day and we should expect it with joy. So my brothers and sisters, remember, you are children of light, children of the day. Let us act like it. Amen.
to walk His way, the way of suffering for others' sake, to see my dearest in every face, that I may see.